pour some of the bubbly. Thank you. That's thank a you. good start. It's a start. Wow. I. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's see where the night takes us. <laughs> <laughs> ready? Oh, I'm always ready. Clink. Drink. This is so good. That's crisp. That's good. <laughs> it's cold. That's good. This would pair great with like apples. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Booze and Broadway. This is Nathan. And um, how you doing? Uh, <laughs> I am back. The same as ever. There's been no mental growth after <laughs> over the past week. Um, but there's been no decline. So we're breaking even, everyone. <laughs> um, there's going to be... Fun facts. There's going to be <laughs> things that I get wrong, and that's okay. Uh, there's going to be cries for help that you already hear. Um, please like, follow, and subscribe on our Instagram, Taboos and Broadway. Uh, donate to our Venmo so we can buy drinks for this show. <gasps> and I will turn it over to my host, co-host. Hi. Uh, co-host number 25, this is Dylan Bemisterfer, back at it again, season two. Season two, baby. Season two, y'all. How are you doing, people? Us too. Wow, I'm really sorry for you, or happy that happened. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that you're growing, and I'm sorry that that happened. Uh, my condolences. Damn. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're drinking wine, and... We're going to do another performer, epi- hmm? performer episode about your favorite man and mine, Jeremy Jordan. Yes. Okay. I, I didn't know if we were going to be completing each other's sentences or not. No. Um, so <laughs> he's, you know, the more I think about him, the more I realize why I don't like him as much as other people do. I do like him. I think he's very talented. I think he's, like, too talented. Um, but I think it's because everything I've seen him in, he's been an asshole in. And I'm like, <clears throat> I don't like you. But I think it's just because he's very good at... Playing an asshole. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I like him a whole bunch. I've seen him in a couple of different things. I love listening to his, like... I love listening to him musically... Yeah. Um, but I don't have any harsh or strong feelings to him either way. I just really enjoy him. Okay. I will be your impartial <laughs> uh, sounding board on this episode. <laughs> and I'm uh, not impartial, nor am I mentally sound. So <laughs> here we go. Um, anyway. Uh, where was he born? <laughs> How old is he? He was he, first of all, he was born in Corpus Christi, Texas, and he's 36 years old, which I think he I always think he's a little bit older. I'm looking at his Wikipedia page, everybody. Um read along if you want to. Soft hazel eyes. Um I wrote this one. Uh, so, um I have gotten kicked off of Wikipedia so many times for trying to edit articles. Not really. Anyway, he's born as he was born in Corpus Christi, Texas. Um, okay. So his parents were, his parents divorced while he was young. 
divorce. That's what I'm going through. And so, uh, oh yeah, y'all, it's happening. It like is, y'all are like keeping tally of like what's happening in my life. No, I feel like they are. Cause like, I mean, it's it's been cataloged through. The, the growth from season one to season two, we're moving places. Y'all go to therapy. It helps so much. Um, okay, so his dad left. He, le- he lived with his brother and his sister and his mom. Uh, his mom is Jewish. Her, his dad is... A spattering of different things. Um, so what a, uh, not potluck, um, mixing pot, melting pot. What? A- <laughs> no, mixing pot is the new term. He's a mixing pot American. He's a kitchen aid stand <laughs> mixer. With the spaghetti attachment that Please. no one's ever used. I've always wanted it though. I Actually, what I really wanted was the ice cream attachment. Um, what? Yeah, you can get an ice cream attachment and... It's its own bowl. <laughs> anyway, um, so he went to Ithaca College in New York and now has a BFA in musical theater. <laughs> I'm trying not to burp. I'm sorry. <laughs> the pink Moscato. Do it every time. It's so good. Okay, so he was a singer. He was in choir. He did all the things. His He was in Big River. Uh, he was in Big River. As Tom Sawyer. Okay. He was the kid on the raft. <gasps> he was Sawyer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, he was he, the raft. He was the raft. <laughs> um, okay, so then he went to be in Rock of Ages in uh, 2009 at the Godspeed. Nope, nope, sorry. That's the Tom Sawyer thing. He was a swing in Rock of Ages at the Brooks at Altkinson, Altkinson Theater. For those of us that don't know, and it's not me, what does a swing mean, Nathan? Okay, let me get this right. A swing is a person. Okay, so there's the actor who plays the role. Okay. There's their understudy. Okay. Who has learned only the role that they're understudying. They are usually in the ensemble and have like an ensemble track. And then if like Adina Menzel is out of Wicked, they step up and they're Alphabet that day. Okay. A swing is usually also in the ensemble, but covers like it would be like Alphaba and Wicked and Nessa Rose. Like she covers oh, multiple okay. roles. Okay, so they can swing about. Okay. Correct. Cool. So yes. Nobody would ever cover Alphaba and Glinda at the same time. But that's Jeremy Jordan could. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay to watch him as Alphaba. I really would. Um <laughs> I really would. Tonight's role of Alphaville would be played by Jeremy Jordan. Okay, you're about to ask a second question, and I asked the same question this afternoon, and I have an answer for you. Okay. After he was a swing in Rock of Ages, he was an alternate for Tony in West Side Story in one of the revivals. Okay. An alternate is when they are cast in a main role but they are not the main person who does that role. So like Christine and Phantom, she doesn't do eight shows a week. She does six shows a week. Good for her. Me. And so, or at least the original one did. I knew Leia Salonga when she was in Miss Saigon, she only did six shows a week. And like the, it's not, it's not this for everybody, but her contract was specifically, um, she did not do the Wednesday matinee and she did not do the Saturday night performance. Her alternate did it. 
So there's someone who does the role, but it's not an understudy. It's just, it's usually for like a difficult role, like a highly demanded role. Yeah, it's like that trying to hit those no. I mean, especially Christine and like Phantom. It's like we, I, I can't even imagine what it takes to do that every night. One of her notes is um, recorded. Really? They don't play it every time, but there's if she's if she's like, "Hey, I'm I'm not in it tonight, and I know you're here for." the show like this yeah. is the show like mm-hmm. come like it needs to be there that makes i kind of hate it but it does make sense yes that's the only role i know that has a recorded note though really okay that i know of <laughs> alphabet doesn't get it they're just like hit all those notes all the time <laughs> you would better Listen. You're green for a reason. <laughs> Please. So, okay, so he was in West Side Story. He was Tony in West Side Story. Um, so then he went and played Clyde in Bonnie and Clyde, which was horribly panned. He was with Laura Osnes. Um, It only ran for a month. Yeah, December 1st to December 30th. 36 performances. How? If it's I'm bad. A, if I'm a producer, I'm going to be real upset. That's a lot of money to go to waste. This is what kills me, though. It was like Laura Osnes and Jeremy Jordan who were like young, heart-throbby, t- super talented people. And I was like, come see them be in this thing that everybody knows Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this is going to be like super easy and get us money. And they're like, no, thank you. So we didn't ask for this. <laughs> Bring Hunchback back. Speaking of Hunchback... <laughs> Which was last week. Yes. Um, that ha- You haven't heard yet. But we'll have heard by the time you hear us say you haven't heard it yet. Isn't podcasting in time crazy? Yeah. So, what do y'all think about WandaVision this week? <gasps> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Because the last time we talked, when this goes up, that will be the last episode coming out. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> y'all. Dylan, Nathan, what do you think of WandaVision? Are you okay? Is Nathan alive? Is the podcast still going? Um, uh, dreams. Because last time we talked, last time we all spoke about it, it was episode five, and I was on vacation. And it was beautiful. It was so good. Okay. <laughs> um, so, speaking of Hunchback, Jeremy Jordan was then in Newsies, which played at the Paper Mill Playhouse, which is... Hold on. Oh, Newsies is a is a show about papers, and it was at the Paper Mill Playhouse. That's clever. That's cute. Oh, I think I was wrong. Oh, okay. Maybe Hunchback didn't play at the Paper Mill. The Jolly Theater. What did it play at? Hold on, everyone. Dylan, maybe cut this out. <clears throat> oh, I was right. Okay, so Jeremy Jordan played in Newsies at the Paper Mill Playhouse. Which is where Hunchback Hunchback. Notre Dame played. Oh, okay. That's in New Jersey? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes, I don't even know how I knew that. (laughs) I'm not looking at the screen, Nathan. So, okay. So, then after it played at the Paper Mill, which is off-Broadway, which let us now go back. Wait, I still don't have that answer. Okay, never mind. So, (laughs) so... They're waiting for me to actually know what counts as Broadway. Is Chicago off Broadway? Chicago is off Broadway. Okay. I know that. Well, yeah, it's it's quite a drive. Boo. Okay. So but dad, what can I do? Continue. <laughs> so Jeremy Jordan uh went to Broadway uh at the Nederlander Theater and played Jack Kelly and Newsies. He sings Santa Fe. 
He's the Santa Fe guy. He's the reason every tenor has that song in their book. Mm. Um, he was nominated for a Tony. Good for him. It is his only Tom- Tony nomination only he has Tom- ever gotten. Domination. Okay. Uh, let's see. He, okay, he's done other stuff. He did um, <clears throat> a, a concert for Hit List, which we will talk about soon. He also did an encore, uh, like, concert version of West Side Story with Karen Olivo. And uh, he was Tony again. So, okay, he's done some TV stuff, too. Uh, oh, okay. So this is the funny thing that I was going to talk to you about earlier, and I can't remember why I was going to talk to you about it. But he was in a movie with Kiki Palmer mm-hmm. and Queen Latifah and Dolly Parton called Joyful Noise. It is it is so good. I saw it in theaters. It's so bad, but so good. Uh, it's all singing. It's like a singing competition. Okay. Uh, it's like this church goes to a singing competition, and, like, it's... Well, it's, like, Dolly Parton's church versus, like, Queen Latifah's church, and then at the end, they all sing together. But you've got to watch it because they all have, like, robes on. Mm-hmm. But then at the end, Dolly Parton comes out and sings, but her choir robe is literally tailored to, like, fit her figure. And somebody's like... Somebody tailored this <laughs> choir church robe to fit Dolly Parton's figure. I will show you that. It is so good. I, I'm excited. I love Dolly Parton. She's phenomenal. Do we have a Dolly Parton musical yet? Nine to five? Oh, yeah. I guess that would be one, yes. One about her specifically? No. No, I could see one coming. Yes. Honestly, I think she's talking about having one. Oh, I'll help her write it. Yes. Did you see she turned down... Her her statue? I did. Okay. As a Tennessean, there is no better person on the planet than Dolly Parton. And to go further to turn down her statue to be put up. And she's like, maybe after I'm gone, if you still think I'm deserving. She is a Tennessee treasure, Smoky Mountain treasure, and a universal treasure. Yes. It goes from Great Smoky Mountains to Universal. That's the scale. I love her. Um... He's also married uh, to a fellow actress. Uh, her name's Ash- Ashley Spencer. She was on Broadway. She was in Greece. She was in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. She was in, uh, what? <laughs> you see, Priscilla, Queen of the D, and I was like, dead? Please. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, she was also in Rock of Ages. They were not in Rock of Ages at the same time. Oh, okay. Okay. Some things he's done on the television. Joyful Noise with Dolly Parton. Of course. Uh, He was in the last five years, the movie version with Anna Kendrick. Mm -hmm. He was Jamie. Maybe that's why I don't like him. That's probably where a lot of your distaste comes from. If you haven't heard my last five years episode, I suggest going back and listening to it. I heavily suggest it. It's my favorite episode from season five. Season five? Last season five one. years. Season one. It's honestly my favorite episode, too. I'm manifesting five seasons and a movie. <laughs> five, five seasons and a movie. Um, okay. So he's... Oh, okay. So he was in Smash. Did you watch Smash? Uh, it's okay. So my Jeremy Jordan story is that's the first time I ever found out about him. Okay. I didn't watch, watch Smash, but I remember Karina... Uh, Karina's my wife. Uh, I remember her... Being like, hey, you need to hear this song. Broadway, like, here I come. Yeah. And since then, I've been like, oh, yeah. 
oh yeah, I like this. This guy's good, and mm. I wish I could sing like him. Doesn't everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, he's so good. He. he Yes, Smash was so good. If you haven't seen Smash, it's on Hulu, and there's only two seasons. Yeah. And I get very upset that there were only two seasons because it could have become like something really, really good. It, it I, I watched the second season. I uh, think that's in, fair. It's an entirety, and the whole like off Broadway like little thing like around Broadway. Here I come. That, yeah. that song. It's fantastic. I liked it much better than the. Bombshell? Yes. Yes, I liked it much better than the Bombshell musical. There are two types of people. Uh, yes, there are. People who like Hitless and people who have taste. So, <laughs> Hitless Hit has bop after bop in it. Um, he was also in Tangled, the series, as a voice. Eden Espinosa was also in that show. She's an alphabet. I, well, among other things, but... <laughs> she's an alphabet. I need to watch that show in its entirety because I hear it's really good. The parts I've seen have been amazing. Um, okay, so stage credit. He was in Big River. He was in Rock of Ages. He was West Side Story. He was in a concert version of Heather's. He was JD. Okay. Uh, he was in Bonnie and Clyde. He was in Newsies. We've talked about all this. Now let's talk about the biggest miscasting. Hmm. Biggest recasting that was just absolutely horrendous. So, there was a workshop for a little show called Finding Neverland, and it's amazing. I can't wait to do the episode and sob uncontrollably while I do it. Okay. So, they, they did the workshop. J.M. Barry, who wrote Peter Pan, okay. was played by Matthew Morrison in mm-hmm. the workshop. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, then they had this, like, tryout. And it ran at the ART Theater uh, from July to September in 2014. Jeremy Jordan played J.M. Barry. I have seen a clip of him singing a song from this show. And when I tell you I was moved by a bootleg, I was like, he was so fucking good in this role. He was so good. And then when it opened on Broadway, they went back to Matthew Morrison. Okay, so I have researched this. To no end, because I could never find an answer of like, why did Jeremy Jordan not do this? Because I have seen, I've seen the show on tour. It was not with either Jeremy Jordan nor Matthew Morrison. Um, The guy was great though. Uh, And I have seen bootlegs of Matthew Morrison do it. And I do not understand why Jeremy Jordan didn't do it. One of the producers was Harvey Firestein. Okay. I guess he just didn't like Jeremy Jordan's take on it. I mean, what did this come out like in the middle of like Glee doing its thing? Hold on. Okay. So yes is oh, yes yeah. is the answer. Um. So the article I found was this guy who saw both the out of town tryout and Matthew Morrison on Broadway, and he was like, Jeremy Jordan just connected to the character like it was like. They had, like, changed some of, like, the orchestration to, like, fit his range and, like, let him, like, use his range a little bit more. And then when Matthew Morrison did it, they were, like, they definitely scowled back on the music and, like, he wasn't into it. And he, like, was very clearly, like, just doing his blocking. But because this was the height of Glee, he was a bigger draw to people coming to the show than Jeremy Jordan was. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I get it. And I talked about this in the Q&A episode about, like— not so much stunt casting because Matthew Morrison has He's originated a, roles on Broadway before. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Matthew Morrison live. Hmm. 
Le- oh, you did not know that? In Nashville. Yes, at the Nashville uh, Symphony. Um, and he was good. I yeah. Mean, he put on a show and everything, but, like, he's one of those performers where it's, like, he's a performer who is putting on a show and, yeah. like, going through it. And, like, I don't hate him for that, but I'm like, mm, you're just here and you're just, like, I'm going to give them the razzle-dazzle um, Yeah. And I'm off stage. Yeah. Yeah. So... You gotta hate it. I just... He's a war criminal for everything he did on Glee. Um, okay, have you seen... Have you seen... that? You, have y'all seen? Has anybody seen My Tweet Train of Thought? Please, Broadway. <laughs> Please. Um, have you Have you seen that TikTok trend where it was like, uh, name... Show me a scene in a movie that scared you that wasn't from a scary movie. And people are stitching those videos. And every single one of them that I have seen so far, I'm not kidding, every single one of them has been a scene from Glee with Matthew Morrison in it. <laughs> I, I need to start the subreddit, Matthew Morrison out of context. And it's just him. It's just him on Glee. It's him. Just scenes of him just walking down the hallway. I didn't say anything. It's like, he's coming for you. <laughs> okay. So, now, he had not been on Broadway for, let's see. Oh, well, if we're talking about Broadway, Broadway, um, oh, that was a year. Okay. But between that, it was like six years. So, almost seven years. If we're not counting the year he was actually on Broadway again. He returned to Broadway after a year to stop. This makes sense to me. (laughs) (laughs) Matthew Morrison really did a number on this episode. (laughs) Nathan, I need dates. Give me, I'm a history person. Give me a timeline. In in 24, no, sorry. (laughs) Hush. Everyone hush. In 2012, he was Jack Kelly in Newsies. 2012. In 2018, okay. he was in American Sun at the Booth Theater. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then in 2019, he was in Waitress. He was Dr. Pometer. I believe he was with Shoshana Bean. Okay. I believe that was his Jenna in the show, but it was a big deal. It was like, Jeremy Jordan's coming back to Broadway. Okay. Um, and honestly, I would have watched it. I really would have. Oh, yeah. But everybody knows my my story about Waitress, right? And no, Dr. Pometer? I don't think so. You know what? It's a good time now. It seems relevant. Dr. Pometer, that's who he plays. Mm-hmm. There's a song called Pometer something, intro I, or something. It's like some song in the show. It's just music. It's not any song or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was Pometer, like a combination of potato and tomato, and it's sung by Tomater Cars, <laughs> but just Cars 2. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, um, that's my story. And I will probably tell it again in the Waitress episode. Okay. Now, here's why I get mad. In 2021, wait, has he done this? Oh, he's <laughs> going to do it. Okay. So, he is doing... What the fuck is happening? He is slated to play Seymour Crowborn in Little Shop of Horrors. This is what makes me mad. He is too attractive to play Seymour Crowborn. They're just going to put glasses on him. 
I will strangle you and this <laughs> podcast will record it. That's what they did to Jonathan Groff. And he was too attractive to play Seymour. Okay, Karina pointed this out to me the other day. Uh, follow me on this, because Karina's looked at the door to see if she was coming. Probably going to need to be wearing glasses more often and everything now. She goes, why on TikTok does everybody, when they do like their like transition video to being pretty, why do every single one of those motherfuckers, why do they all... Take off their glasses? Just, like, go from glasses to no glasses. That sends a really mean message to people who wear glasses all the time. I like people in glasses. So do I. Yeah. I don't wear my glasses, but... I wear mine sometimes. And you look very cute in them. Thank you. They're new. Um, Okay, so now we can just open the floor up to myself again on uh, talking about Jeremy Jordan. Who has the floor? Anyone? Nathan. Nathan, go ahead. Nathan, you have a microphone? Uh, So... Some things that bother me about Jeremy Jordan. His range. (laughs) Sir, who allowed you to sing like that? Who allowed you to hydrate every day of your life and not let you scream so you don't have vocal damage like I do? Um, Probably a loving mother. I'm not not saying like that. I was was like, it's probably his mom. I just... He's very good. Yes. And it makes me mad. There's just a lot about him that makes me mad. And it's all just, like, jealousy-based. His range is incredible. Okay, so there's two videos I want to talk about. But mine first, and then your favorite. Okay. Okay, my favorite is when he sings... He's at 54 Below. It's not the one you're thinking of right now. He sings It's All Coming Back to Me Now by (gasps) Celine Dion. I love it so much. It's so good. They do a key change, and then he yells at the pianist, and he's like, no! And, like, they go even higher, and I'm like, sir... We get it. You've proven it. You've done the thing. You don't have to go that hard. But he has to show everybody that he's still in the game. That he is the game. Okay, but no. Because then I have to go into an audition and sing a song that isn't Santa Fe and be like, "Mm, he's no Jeremy Jordan. I don't think anybody's trying to compare people to Jeremy Jordan. Or have I just not been auditioning in a long time? Mm. Yeah. Is Nobody's there- been auditioning. There's quarantine, baby. <gasps> well, I don't feel so bad now. Yeah. Dylan, the quarantine's only been going on for a year. You haven't auditioned in nine. Oof. <laughs> Oof. I just wake up in the deprivation chamber. Oh. <laughs> 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 Nosebleed. Oh, Lord. Okay, what's your other favorite Jeremy Jordan song? My other favorite. performance. My other favorite. Oh, 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 oh. We have to talk about something else before we get to that, because that's kind of what I want to end on, but not really. There is... Okay, so Jeremy Jordan is the reason that The Greatest Showman exists. Okay, I didn't know if we were going to talk about that. Let's fucking talk about it. Okay. Okay. Tell the story you told me two days ago. So, Jeremy (laughs) Jordan. There's a video of this. Jeremy Jordan. Um... Okay. Start with Hugh Jackman. Yes, I let's go back. Hugh Grant. Hugh Jackman, who is about to be Harold Hill in the 57th revival of the music Man. Is that really the number? It's like the fifth one. That's gross. Yes, thank there you. There are other shows. Doing Beetlejuice. Do- Beetlejuice was doing fine. Beetlejuice is doing great. Beetlejuice is not on Broadway due to a fucking technicality, and I'm not even fucking joking you. Hugh Jackman could have played Beetlejuice. Like, would have been like, cool, he did a I little- will fight you. <laughs> no, I'd be saying he could have done a stint as Beetlejuice. <laughs> he was joking himself. <laughs> Let the record show. Um, okay, 
So huge, I can see how hard he <laughs> chokes you. Is that what you're going to say? No, just, it just played in my head, Hugh Jackman playing Beetlejuice, and it was actually really funny. Ugh. Continue. Okay, so Hugh Jackman was going to be Barnab- Barnaby Bailey. That's not his name. Barnaby Jones. No, Barnaby... Peeny, peen, peen, P. Barnum Bailey. P. What is what is his name? The guy from The Greatest Showman. He was gonna be the P, circus guy. Is it P. T. Barnum. Yes. <laughs> P. Barnum Bailey. Oh, that's a different circus. Um, so it was a circus, though. Not my circus. Not, Not my, my monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> okay, so this has actually gotten a lot better than I thought it was gonna be this episode. So okay, so Hugh Jackman was gonna be. P.T. Barnum. Yes. He <laughs> got, he had to have stitches in his no, nose. No, he got a uh, a cancer removed from his nose. Okay, and, and in that removal of that cancer in his nose, he had to have stitches put yes, into place. Yes, and he couldn't sing or else he would tear them because he flares his nostrils unbelievably. Yes, and so he called, like, the director of the movie, and he was like, hey, this is what's happening, and they're like, listen, we're about to have a sit down like workshop of the music where like all the producers and the investors of the movie come in. You cannot tell anybody that you can't sing because they are coming to see Hugh Jackman sing. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's what it is. They don't really like, they want to see you sing. And he was like, great. I won't tell anybody. So they call Jeremy Jordan and they're like, Hey, can you learn um like all of his stuff? Like, I don't even think it was a week. I think it was a couple of days. But Hugh, so Hugh Jackman's not a tenor, though. He's a. I have so many issues with Hugh Jackman and what he thinks he can sing. Uh, th- me at myself, but. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> okay, what is Hugh Jackman? Is I think he a... he's a baritoner. Okay, all right. He is not a tenor. Yeah, he's like a baritoner. But every time he sings, I feel I personally, in my own personal opinion on my podcast, that I get to say whatever I want. Y'all can start y'all's own podcast if y'all want to. F. Matthew Morrison, <laughs> F. Jackman. Who else are we taking down today? Not Dolly. <laughs> Never Dolly. <laughs> Never Dolly. Um, she. I sick. feel like every time he sings, he's singing at the top of his range. He's reaching. Yeah. And I'm like, sir. Just sing the note below that. Like, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay. You can so, sing good at a comfortable tone, bro. Me Again, me at myself. <laughs> so, okay. So they were like, Jeremy Jordan, can you learn all of his songs so that when everybody finally sits down and agrees to listen to all of this music, you can just stand up and, and sing. And Hugh Step Jackman- out from behind Hugh Jackman. Literally. And Hugh Jackman was like, I'll still stand up. I'll still like- act the songs, you know, and, and that's what, you know, that's that'll be the compromise that we have to do in the room. So Jimmy Jordan fucking learned all this song and perfectly sang all these songs. And there's a, mm-hmm. there's a recording of, first of all, go look up this recording of the workshop version of From Now On because Jeremy Jordan starts it, but then mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman becomes too emotional <laughs> and starts singing along and like rips off his stitches and bleeds. And can sings. you see the blood in the video? A little bit. Okay, a little bit. Okay. But also, let's take this beautiful moment to step back <laughs> and mention... The goddess of all, 
Cynthia Arrivo is also in that workshop. On the desk. She Yes, she's standing. It's her and Keala Settle just like riffing over everybody. And Karina watched this the other day and she's like, who is that? And I was like, that's Cynthia Arrivo. And she's like, she's just like screaming on a table. And I was like, yes. Like, it did not phase me at all. I'm like, yes, that's she could, her. She could walk into my house at 3.30 in the morning and stand on my kitchen table and just riff. And I'd be like, cool, go for it. <laughs> Thank you. If Cynthia Rivo did that, you would find my body in the living room. I would be <laughs> deceased. Okay. So. And then she would walk back through, tap your forehead. You would be revived. You know, you know what my theory is. Is you know, you know those jokes that are like, oh, what song would you play like to bring you yourself out of? Co- it's it's Wake it's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's the color purple reprise from the color purple, sang by Cynthia Rivo, featuring the cast of the color purple. Which she would she want a daytime Emmy for? Like, who are you, Apple Music? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. So featuring the cast of the color purple. So Jeremy Jordan sang all this music, which is to say, Jeremy Jordan sang all this music, (laughs) and the you know the movie got greenlit. They were going to do the movie, and then. They were like, hey, can you come in and audition for what ended up being the Zac Efron role? They're like, you know, you did us a solid. We'd love to have this, like, one part for you. It'd be really great for you. And he went in. It would have changed his whole career. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because the movies that he's done have been good, but they have not reached they, a lot of people. They've, they've all just been, like, indie darling movies, kind yeah. of. Mm-hmm. And, like, had, had they not have been like—wait, finish the story. So, from what I can research and find out, he messed up during his audition, and they're like, cool, thank you so much. Thanks for saving this movie. Thanks for getting it greenlit. We're going to go with Zac Efron. Which pisses me off, because they weren't... It wasn't like Les Mis, where they were, like, live-tracking audio while they were filming. Right. It was all It was all sound. Like, it just... You have a... You, you get a whole week to sing this one song. Yeah. Like, go through. Like, you crack once. Okay, let's run it again. Yeah. I- mm. Speaking of uh, The Greatest Showman, Timothy Hughes is in The Greatest Showman, and Timothy Hughes is in the original Broadway cast of Town. Y'all thought I was going to forget. Uh- <laughs> Every episode, this is your reminder that there will be one day more. One day a... Um, a Hades Town episode. Who is that gentleman? What character does he play? He plays the really tall guy. Ah, radical. Uh, no, he's the strong man. I'm sorry, he's the super strong man. Anyway, I'll show you a picture of him. Cool. Thank um. You. So now the okay. other thing that we need to talk about is the last video, which is um him singing into the unknown. Yeah. I haven't heard this. Yes, you have. have it's I? the one he cracks on. Yes. Okay, that is what he cracks on. Yes. yes. Okay. To remind us that he is, in fact, human. human. Yes. It's so good. He, I believe he's at 54 Below, and mm-hmm. yeah. he's singing Into the Unknown. And he, he, you know, Into the Unknown, and he cracks, and he's like, it's just, he, he like, stops, and he's like, it's just so high. It's just high. Which I think is so funny. Everybody's like it. it. First of all, I, to to give him some defense, 
He's probably singing it in the original key. He's Yeah, he's shooting for it. And it is not a song meant for a man to sing, especially not in the original key. I mean, is... Because what key is it, do you know? Oh, not off the top of my head, or probably not at all. (laughs) It's okay. The only, like, keys I know is, like, yeah, Christian Chenoweth can hit a high C. Oh, you're talking about what note is into the highest note and into the unknown. Mm -hmm. But but you know who does now? You know who does? Google. Google. Um, But I will say... uh, Yes? I, I love Into the Unknown... But the Panic at the Disco version is just so good. Brendan Urie is... The key of the song is C sharp. Yeah, that's that, that's what That's what you were... That's what you asked yeah. the first time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Okay. I... I love watching like his little, like little YouTube performances and everything. And there is a every year before the Ponderosa happened, there was a <laughs> like there was a, a show that Broadway did every year. There was like a fundraiser, and they had like people come out and do like the mismatch, miscast like, Broadway is mis-cast. It mis-cast. Okay, thank yeah. you. I couldn't remember what it was. Um, where he sings. Which I should uh, do an episode of that. That's fun. That would be very fun. Um, I. Um, uh oh. It, is it happening? I don't know if he can is, open the door. Is it going to happen? Is it? Hi. Killian season three. Killian season three. I'm sure you'll be there. Season three. I love you. Love you. Say bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. I love him. Okay. All right. All right. You heard it here first. Fucking love this kid. (laughs) Killian season three. And he held up three fingers and slammed the door that still has slime on it. Yeah. Well, but yes, he, I just, he, to error is human. And in that video, he errors. So there, there is a video of him in the mismatch where he sings, um, She used to be mine. simple to say. Yeah, or whatever the words are. Yes, from Waitress. And it is, by God. Heartbreaking. He just throws himself, like, headfirst out a third-story window into every fucking thing he does. Yeah. And it's so good. He's extremely talented. And the fact that he hasn't done more Broadway than he has. The fact that he hasn't originated more than he already does is insane to me. I I mean, he's, he's in, he's in, it, I feel like he's, he's very, he spreads himself super thin amongst the things he tries to do because he isn't Supergirl. He, oh, yeah. He, you know he's in some movies, but he he's in some Broadway shows. It's just, it's he's not focusing on just like, hey, I'm going to look at one thing, and just go through that one thing, and it's like a big problem because I'm like, oh, you're so talented, you can literally do whatever you want. Yeah, and so like, I get why you're just like, oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. But you know what? If he's happy. I'm happy for him because like, I I will always like enjoy anything he tries to do or he's in. Yeah, I'm excited to see what he does next. 
Me too. <laughs> so go get him, kid. So this episode was about Jeremy Jordan, but I would like to list off all the people that we shit on. <laughs> okay, the people that we talked about, Jeremy Jordan, Matthew Morrison, Hugh Jackman, Dolly Parton. Kiki Palmer. Zach Efron. Queen Latifah. Yes. We did it all. <laughs> We've brought- all under the guise of talking about Jeremy Jordan. We brought up Hades Town. We 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 touched on Timothy that. Hughes. Yes. Uh let's see. What but any other any other things that we uh we talked about other shows. Um yeah, no, it solid, solid episode, my friend. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Nathan, thank um, you for having me here. Uh, this is a great show. Next week we're back with another uh full-length musical so uh it's gonna be really good it uh so uh the second one right here rapunzel no hush don't say it it's that one uh this one yes okay that is the third one i was going from this side you're going right to left it's left to right okay well anyway this isn't an anime so a manga manga manga. (laughs) Uh, so yeah it'll be fun uh i really like this every other week doing a performer thing so that's really fun it's good it it gives an opportunity to like, I feel to like dive into just more of like Broadway or just like theater as a whole as just being like, this is the show. Like yeah. The show. It's like, oh, hey, here's a spackling of a whole bunch of like, like I was going to say chaos. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I love. But you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's chaos. Yeah. I love chaos. Look at my five-year-old. Look at me. Season three. Now look y'all. away. But <laughs> season three. I love him. Run. Well, guys, I hope you had fun. Like I said, next week. Oh, do you have anything to plug? You have things to plug, don't you? I do have things to plug. Thank you, Nathan. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So I um, so I am a dungeon master on a podcast called I Eat the Dragon. Uh, we're playing through a gothic horror campaign right now. It's a lot of fun. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'm also the editor for uh, Karina's show, Morning Cup of Murder. If you like true crime, it is a daily true crime podcast that releases every single morning. So that's uh, Morning Cup of Murder and I Eat the Dragon. Nathan, thank you so much for having me. Of course, I love you so much. I love you more. Uh, so, like a person who has drunk too much in the end of every show, it's time to blackout.